0: are listening to the You Should Watch podcast. One, two, three, into the four. Chris and Joe in Joe's living room. Re- <laughs> gang, 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 metal. Welcome Fuck to Ken. <laughs> Welcome Fuck to Ken again. It was
1: on there already. Right? I know. I
0: wanted to say it again.
1: Okay. Welcome to episode two of Transformers. Watch. Please stop playing with Transformers. Do you mind? I do. This is a cool one. Okay. Okay. This is episode two of you should watch, and found out last time we really didn't introduce ourselves. No, we didn't. No, we so didn't do
0: a lot, right? Last. So time.
1: I, it, you know, first episode. What are you gonna do? You know, live and learn,
0: right? Sure. Know what they say. Mm-hmm. So my name so. is
1: Joe. And I said. I know I said your name. On I thought we
0: said, I'm, I I said I'm Chris or whatever. Yeah, that's you. You're Chris. I'm Chris.
1: So, yeah, there's two guys. Singing out. <laughs> sitting in a jar. Chewing room some gum. With a laptop in front of us. Talking yeah, about and a Transformer. And Transformers. You can put that away.
0: Right. Your
1: Italian Transformers. It's away transform
0: now. It's not Italian. It's a, it's, his, his name's is, Wheeljack. It's probably
1: Mario. His name's Wheeljack. It's probably Mario. And his last name is probably Mario. Did you
0: ever realize that? His name is Mario Mario. Mario
1: Mario. He's like Chef Chef. Or Wilson Wilson. Or Wilson Wilson. Right. Okay, so we're here for episode two of You Should Watch. First one went decent. I thought we had some things A that little long. A little long, a little too rambly. I think we're going to try to change it up a little bit. How we talk about the movies. Right. Uh, a little less with, like, just discussing the entire The literal plot. movie. But just go based off of a few notes. Right, I, mean, I think many of the main reasons that happened because I've seen Shaft a lot not and I like
0: Shaft, you, right.
1: And I can probably I didn't really have to watch it. I can just you I, could have just I, talked I can see the movie. It in my head.
0: You could talk that movie like I could talk the Crow. Exactly. Right. So
1: we since I already seen the Crow, we will not have to worry about doing that
0: for right. this podcast. A shame, really.
1: Right. Um, okay, so for this week, Chris, you want to talk about your movie first?
0: Um, for this week, I've picked uh, a really good film, uh, The Shining. Which is fucking crazy that you haven't seen it it's yet. It's very true.
1: I, I admit, I've I seen a lot of movies, but there are some weird gaps in my movies. Right. Which is, The Shining is definitely one of the big holes. It's a
0: really good movie. Because it's a It's pretty long, movie. but it's. I know really good. Uh,
1: Stephen King doesn't really care for it that much. No, point. he's not
0: a fan. Yeah. There's not. a lot of uh, really uh, cool things. Um, I'm going to change my pickup, actually, and keep this recording because I'm pretty. Happy with this pick? I'm actually going to give you two movies. No, it doesn't work. that way. I think I want to do it this way. No. Though. Yeah. Um. I'm going to give it, you The Shining.
1: And do I have to also watch that shitty documentary? You about do the have Shining? to watch
0: that shitty documentary. This is a two-parter <laughs> for you.
1: Okay. Okay. That. No. Do you want to break that up and maybe? That this will week be... I'll watch this episode. I'll watch The Shining, and then next episode. But you know, we might as well talk about it all at once, right? All right you know, in The Shining. Yeah, maybe. Okay, I'll do that, but okay. you have to watch the movie I gave you twice.
0: Okay, I could do that. <laughs> is that fair? Yeah, that's fair. I could take more extensive notes. And, uh, well,
1: I'm probably going to focus more on The Shining itself. Right.
0: I just really want you to see... You, we honestly don't even have to talk about it. I'll watch
1: some of it, because I, I, I hear it's really stupid. I just want really you to see because it it's
0: really fucking stupid.
1: Okay, so... Okay, I feel like that's something we can work into.
0: Right. Um, <laughs> There's still fucking shit that, theories on that movie. Is that movie. still on Netflix? I don't know.
1: Well, if I can find it and watch it, I will watch it after watching the shining. Right,
0: um, I'm. I'm actually more excited for you to see that. So the shining.
1: I guess wait till later in the episode to figure out if I'm able to actually track down that documentary. Um. Okay, and then
0: what's uh your movie, Joe?
1: (laughs) My movie this week is actually a documentary, and it's called The Last Gladiators. Right, and it's about the. Kind of the end of the era of enforcers in the National Hockey League. Mm -hmm. The enforcers are the guys who usually weren't great at actual hockey itself. Right. But they were the guys who went on the ice and fight and they would goons. Goons, if you will. Right. And they would try to protect the more skilled players. So, Mm -hmm. like, if a guy was messing with a skilled player, the goon would go after that guy and say, hey, cut that out or I'm going to make your night. Is this
0: your way of doing the hockey podcast?
1: I mean, like I said, we said in the first episode, there's definitely going to be hockey a- aspects, uh-huh. but I think this is a good one, because this actually also brings into a lot of the issues that it's facing really in all sports now with concussions.
0: Okay. Cause, you know, They're bad.
1: Yeah, and because and that does come up in this. Okay. And how kind of fucked up a life it is to actually do this, and like the ramifications that come after it. Right. Um,
0: well, I look forward to it.
1: Yeah, and like like I said with the concussions, you know, the Will Smith movie was a mm-hmm. concussion.
0: Uh, yeah. I didn't I don't know what's about, I just know that He he likes concussions.
1: And he wants people to tell the truth, apparently.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> um Well, with Sports Illustrated saying if fans embrace Slapshot as the Casablanca of hockey films, the last gladiators is the Apocalypse Now.
1: I don't know if Ooh. I know that. Have you I seen was... Apocalypse Now? I have not.
0: Well, let's keep let's write that one down. Okay. Maybe um, yeah. I don't
1: know if I agree with that statement. It doesn't really make sense. No, I
0: don't get it, but okay. No.
1: Um, Slapshot, great movie. Great, which great movie, seen. I have seen. So, But this is a very good, it's, like, it's about, it focuses on a lot of the uh, goons from the mm-hmm. 90s and 80s. But the main focus is, um, his name is Chris Knuckles, 9 <laughs> and Of course he, it is. he played for the Canadians in the 80s. Okay. He's a crazy guy. I guess somehow, I'll find this out when I watch the We'll find it out. Yeah. There's a lot of crazy stuff going Don't on. Don't tell me too much I'm now. I'm not. I'm not.
0: He's the brakes, Joe.
1: I'm pumping the
0: brakes. Pump the brakes. I will pump the brakes. Uh, yeah. I noticed, uh, I actually, we did listen to the last podcast, uh, even though we said we wouldn't. Right. Uh, I said admittedly, like, 15 times is that an issue? I I I admittedly, have an issue. Admittedly,
1: that sounds like an issue. Yeah,
0: I admittedly have an issue with me saying admittedly so many times. So, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that as much. And I'm very
1: surprised your dogs have not barked. They
0: haven't said a goddamn they thing. They must know we're recording. They, they are very mindful. They see
1: that uh that light in the corner, the red light saying that we're recording and they know.
0: There's a red light?
1: Yeah, you know how like in the studios like recording, oh, yeah. recording? like right. in uh, in full house mm-hmm. when Jesse, like when he recorded in the basement.
0: Good analogy.
1: Hey. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> uh, my references are amazing. They're great. I don't you knew this. I didn't. I can reference Full House. Did you even watch Full House? You when I was a kid? Yeah. Yeah. Did you? I didn't oh. watch Full House? I had a lot of people, I feel like, but whatever. Yeah. House is pretty full. Mm. Um. So you think we've gone on too long? How long has this been? We're at about seven minutes. Let's stretch it out to an even ten. Try to go for ten? Yeah. Anything, anything new happen? For you this week?
0: Oh, um that election. Oh. Didn't watch it. Yeah. Apparently she has like a tube running up her back. Yeah,
1: there's things like that. I don't this is the worst election.
0: It's pretty bad, yeah.
1: It really is a turd sandwich and a giant
0: douche. <laughs> it is. <laughs> what do you vote for? Turd sandwich or dine? I I like turd sandwich really.
1: I guess you're I find, find that funnier
0: sandwich. than a giant douche. Yeah. Um Not even, like, talking about, like, who they represent, I just the actual And like I said, I feel like I'm just
1: done with this country. It's pretty bad. I kind of want to just go to Canada. Right. Like, for other reasons other than just the election.
0: No wonder you want me to watch this movie. It's great.
1: It's hockey, man.
0: Canada. Canada.
1: (laughs) Go back to Canada. Go back to Canada. (laughs) Yeah. Um... Uh, so I know you want to shoot for 10 minutes but it seems rather I rattly. think if we
0: just do a series of high pitched sounds and low pitch
1: No. Do uh,
0: you do low? No.
1: Ah,
0: uh, no. That's a bad idea. Whatever. Um All right, we're not making it to the 10, whatever. Well, we'll be back sometime with yep, the Yeah, to talk
1: about Probably exactly now I have to watch two movies. Two movies,
0: yeah. That's going to it's going to be about a cool close to 4 hours of movies for you. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: who knows when the second half of this yeah. episode will ever
0: be recorded? The next podcast may actually be longer than the previous one.
1: No, it'll be. We'll we'll try to wrap it up quicker than we did last. Yeah, episode. honestly, no the
0: documentary is pretty much just a shit show that I want to laugh at. With you. Right, right,
1: right. We'll probably end up talking more about the documentary.
0: <laughs> we pray. Yeah. If you've just seen The Shining, you could have mm-hmm. watched the documentary. Just and only the yeah. documentary. Should
1: I? Yeah. We could talk about this.
0: Maybe you could just watch the documentary. Well, I mean, like, obviously watch The Shining, uh, but let's not even talk about The Shining. Let's not really
1: talk about I mean, it. And more about the documentary. Yeah, I feel
0: like everybody knows people, about it. Ken, Tim. We, our <laughs> listener. Our yeah. whole listener. Oh, uh, guys, Patreon. Yeah, we have Patreon. A
1: Patreon. Yeah, it's...
0: We haven't it's, came up with it yet, but we have running. one.
1: Um, also, I don't know. <laughs> if you saw our wonderful logo...
0: Oh, yeah. We had it a looks ref- a little rugratsy.
1: And it does a little look a little rugratsy, but uh, Chris had a better idea <laughs> for a logo, because I have a beard and he has glasses. I do. So we tried to draw an outline of his glasses and my beard. <laughs> Turns out, if you look up the podcast, Phoebe stands for four eyes and a beard. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same exact logo, and Chris didn't even realize I did that. not
0: realize that. And I was pretty bummed. It's
1: actually over 10 minutes now. Good, we made it.
0: So we're going to wrap it up. Okay. And we'll see you
1: when we've seen our Catch movies. you on the flip side. The flippity
0: flop. Flip side. Got
1: to go back to our flip flippity flop flippity. Flippity. Flippity,
0: flappity, flippity flappity flute.
1: This episode is brought to you by Autobox, the new subscription service where every month you get sent a box of new and exciting Transformer toys.
0: <laughs> you transform them for everybody.
1: Exactly. Now remember, that is Autobox. Autobox. And if out. you
0: go to Autobox.com um, and, enter, and enter You Should Watch into the coupon box thing, you'll, you'll get 100% you off. Oh, 100% It's off. free.
1: <laughs> for free for the first month. Right.
0: Autobox. Drive into the beast. Autobox.
1: Roll out. And we're back to this episode two of the You Should Watch pod. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit nervous because Chris is too close to some guitars that I think he's probably going to pick up and make noises. <laughs> and down a and drum the, set. And a drum That's covered in plastic. So that's easy to take off. Yeah, okay.
0: So Every time we say, and we're back, I keep uh, thinking of, do you remember that SNL sketch? Mm, which one? The, <laughs> there's so many. Um, it was Jimmy Fallon, was, it was I think uh, what's his name? Ben Affleck was hosting, mm-hmm. and they were doing some uh, radio show. And every time, they were trying to come back with like this even crazier thing. Uh, so every time they come back, Jimmy Fallon's like,
1: "And we're back! <laughs>
0: well, we're funnier than Jimmy don't I you? don't know. Okay, I think we are. Yeah, we are.
1: So all right, we're going to start getting into the movies we watch. We both... Well, Chris watched a movie. I had to watch two.
0: <laughs> but it's basically... Aren't you happy you did, though?
1: Uh, happy is a very strong word. Alright, so we'll go into Chris's first, since I went first last time. And the movie he had to watch was The Last Gladiator. Or as
0: I like to call it, The Exit Sign Slasher.
1: Right, you can do that. And Google has a very short description for this movie. It is... Like, nine sentences. Oh, really? Nine words, not sentences. That'd be way too long. Okay. Filmmaker Alex Gimney explores the history of the hockey goon.
0: Okay. That's the whole description. I have written more about that.
1: Yes. So basically, the hockey goon, like we discussed earlier, is the fighter.
0: Yeah, like an enforcer. An enforcer. So, okay, Chris. Okay, yeah, anyway. so this is a documentary about goons, but mainly uh, Chris uh, nylon. Knuckles' nylon. Right. So it mainly centers around him, but they, they speak of other goons, but not too much. I'll probably go over them. Quickly, because there's not that much. I had much. A,
1: I had a favorite, a ridiculous um, one.
0: Tony Twist. That's I don't like him. No, he seems like a real dipshit.
1: Yeah, he. I mean, I don't really remember him. He's a little bit before my time of really getting into hockey. Yeah, and all he really was was a fighter.
0: Uh-huh. Uh huh.
1: But he seemed like he was insane.
0: Yeah, he just seemed like an asshole. He like, just seemed
1: like he just wanted to punch people. No, yeah, he's, he he
0: reminded me of uh, the Tasmanian Devil in mm-hmm. okay. his shape, but. Much less likely.
1: And how about that name? That's Tony, yeah, yeah. I thought it was fake. It's apparently not. And fake. then I
0: saw the back of his jersey, I'm like, oh shit, that, his that's name his was name. was Tony Twist. <laughs> that was actually the name of a villain in uh, Spawn. Really? Yeah. I like wonder if it was named,
1: when, when was Spawn created?
0: Uh, Way after. Way after he would have played? Yeah, I would say and so.
1: And w- that was, what's his name? He kind of bears a resemblance. Because that's, who created, that was um, Talon Fawn. He does all the hockey toys also. Yeah. So I wonder if he is a hockey Possibly. fan he named it He is it. a
0: hockey fan, I know that. It's very possible. That, that is possible. How about that? Hmm, we'll look into that. Yeah. Um, I won't look into that. Yeah, probably not. Um, Marty McSorley, who's kind of cool, but yeah. also not cool. Yeah.
1: He, um, he was basically the protector for Wayne Gretzky. Yeah,
0: he, he was without... Game. Somebody had said without Marty McSorley, there wouldn't be a Wayne Gretzky.
1: Because basically when Gretzky got traded from L.A., to, oh, from Edmonton, LA, oh, wow. he all, McSorley eventually went to, oh, it, really? like, it was like a package deal, almost. Oh, that's cool. He needed his enforcer. Yeah,
0: he really probably wouldn't have yeah. scored as many as he did without him, but, um, he kind of was a dick.
1: Yeah, because he, he almost like
0: decapitated yeah. that one time. Yeah, he swung that stick at that guy's head, sheer
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was rough.
1: Yeah, but Brashe- Donald Brashear was also Yeah, he was of... an
0: asshole, he was like, but still, flexing and shit in front of the bench. Still
1: no one deserves that. Yeah, the, the video
0: that they showed is rough. Because <laughs> it doesn't look like he was even taunting him. He's no, like, I'm going to cut your head off. Because
1: there. it looks like they were probably drawing back and forth and then Brashear started to skate away. Yeah, yeah, and then McSorley just behind. chased after him and hit him in the side of the head with his stick. And
0: what McSorley said was really funny. Uh, I was disappointed in him as a hockey person. <laughs> 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 For not fighting back. Because I slashed you in the uh. face with
1: and that I think there was think... probably an issue at the time, because Donald Brashear is one of the few black players yeah, in the
0: league. Yeah, sensing some racism. Yeah,
1: there was probably some aspect of that, but who knows.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, I feel like Chris Nylon may have been... I mean, he was from
1: Boston. Boston, City yeah, that's a In problem. the 70s. Oh, he grew up, I guess, in the 60s. Yeah. So you can, I mean...
0: I'm guessing he I feel like a... it's just <laughs> the norm. Yeah, he. I feel like he's not cool with the black people. Right.
1: I mean, he. I mean, he didn't. I don't think he has a huge issue. It's just, like I said, it's just born. He's it's just, just born that way. Yeah, he, he was. Born <laughs> it's far. not Maybelline.
0: No, I was gonna go with a Lady Gaga reference. Whatever. But whatever. Fuck you.
1: <laughs>
0: um. All right. Well, some facts about him. He played for 13 years. Uh, he has over 3,000 penalty minutes. Uh, he was born in Boston. He grew up as a scrapper. I'm doing.
1: Fist motions timey.
0: for a hey, years let's, let's fight um stab was a green beret mm-hmm. um I noticed that he looks almost the same age as his dad what now or yeah a, yeah yeah he's had he, some he, <laughs> hockey is not to... well
1: you would imagine he's probably had some concussions over his career and he's back then a, when they
0: didn't really treat them yeah I guess he had a he's I, I think he said he had 26 surgeries mm-hmm
1: uh, Cause a lot of those guys, they all like the fighters. They all go down that route. Yeah. Cause there was another guy in the movie Bob Probert. That they yeah, he's he's, he's, dead. he's dead. Yeah, he
0: drunk overdose. He's dead. Yeah,
1: he had a rough time.
0: I beat. It.
1: <laughs> it's a rough. It's a rough way to live. It's to a make rough road.
0: Late. Right. Yeah. Especially back then,
1: when you had a fight, pretty much. Almost twice a game. So yeah, there were.
0: Who was it? I forget who said it, but he came up. I think it was to Chris Nylon, maybe. But he's like, somebody came up and was like, We're going to fight tonight.
1: Yeah.
0: And Chris Nylon's like, Okay. Yeah, so that's was basically like, how you it did works. not fight.
1: Yeah, you fought pretty much once a game. Go into every game, you knew who the other team yeah, was fighting. And It was I, almost yeah. like everyone else was preparing for a hockey game and you're preparing for a boxing game. Yeah, match. You're, yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, he was drafted by the Montreal Canadiens, mm-hmm. uh, he seemed like, actually, like, he, I mean, throughout the thing, he seems kind of, like, a dick, tough-ass kind of mm-hmm. guy, but he actually seemed like a pretty nice guy. Yeah.
1: And that's crazy, too, for someone growing up in Boston to get drafted by the Canadiens, because it's yeah. like a big rivalry.
0: Yeah, I think he was the first number one draft pick or something? Uh, I don't he know. He had said, like, a bunch of numbers, yeah, and I don't know which one he was, yeah, numbers. he was just throwing out nominations, and I was like, okay, yeah. Um, he had did, like, a lot of, uh, children's hospital things. Like, he, like, apparently they had to go, but mm-hmm. he would go on his own time, which is mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah, he seemed like he
1: was a good, he, like I said, I think he just, his brain's been scrambled a bunch yeah. of times.
0: <laughs> but it seemed like everybody, like, on the team and both the fans, huh. like, actually really liked him. Like, he was yeah, a he really... Yeah, he was
1: a fan-favorite. Well, they said that he only had one coach he had an issue with.
0: No, a few. Oh, it was a few? I thought yeah. it was just that one that was... guy. It was the guy who replaced the Canadians coach uh-huh. and then it was the guy who was the Bruins coach.
1: Because he had because he had the one Canadians coach he really liked. He was like the yeah. big guy with the weird eye.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> with the he was like five foot two and had a fake eye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, French Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Um So he played for the Canadians. He did really well there. Um, then he had the problem with that coach. And he thought that the manager of the Canadians—I forget uh, his name—the general manager, yeah,
1: yeah—I forget who that was at that
0: time. He was a big, burly son of a bitch. <laughs> um, he th- uh, Nylon thought that they would have gotten rid of the coach, uh, but apparently, yeah. <laughs> that that wasn't what happened. They got rid of Nylon, mm-hmm. and Nylon was pretty.
1: And he won, what do he won? one Stanley Cup, but he didn't yeah. get to play? No, he,
0: he had hurt himself the day yeah. before
1: or something like that. And I remember that being like a big thing because his father really loved the fact that he won a Stanley Cup. And like, I think he yeah. gave him the ring. Yeah, he did give
0: him the ring, yeah. Um. Well, uh, after that, he got traded to the Rangers, right. which, which was pretty cool because we're yeah. both Ranger yeah. fans. But
1: that didn't work out. He
0: well. did not do well there. Yeah. Um. Is that where he slashed Bashir?
1: Who? No, he didn't slash for sure. That no, no, yeah, slay. that's
0: right. What who, uh, what did he do for the Rangers at that time? He didn't do anything. He,
1: he wasn't there very long. That was, right. when he was at the Rangers where he hit the exit sign with the stick when he got thrown He also him. did it as the. Can he? As a Canadian. Oh, I remember it. Yeah. Well, I guess he did that a lot.
0: That's, that's why so. I called him the exit sign slash That's like
1: the first thing you see in the tunnel, I guess, yeah. when you're leaving. Yeah.
0: So. He. Wasn't there for long. No, then he got traded to the Bruins. Hometown kid. Yeah, and he. And he thought he was like gonna be really hated because when he played for Canada, everybody they hated like they fucking hated him, which was hard.
1: I think it's yeah, because it yeah. was like their hometown, and like they were <laughs> getting their beer son. thrown on them and yeah. shit.
0: And his dad was like, so I guess somebody threw something at his dad or his uh. mom, and uh, his dad's like stands up. He's like, who threw that? Yeah. Nobody, nobody got up. Yeah, Boston's a it's a hell of a town. It's
1: not as bad as Philly when it comes to sports fans, but Boston, Boston, <laughs> it's a hell of a town. But they're not that much better.
0: No, no, they yeah. seem like a generally pretty bad. Yeah, and then they
1: yell at you in that accent. It's
0: <laughs> You're fucking queer. Pretty much. Yeah, it's a bad place. That was been mainly all my stereotypes from Boston come from The <laughs> Departed. Hey, Sully, Sully, <laughs> so, he's a good cop. Good
1: cop. He's a damn
0: good cop. Damn good. He's a damn good, good cop. <laughs> um. So, as he played for the Bruins, I think he did okay, but then, mm-hmm. like, he st- it was towards the end of his career. Mm-hmm. But um, I found out that the mayor, well, in the movie, they said that the mayor wanted to mm-hmm. charge him with a felony. Yeah. Like assault because he got into a fight, like, not on the ice. Uh-huh. And because of him, they have the nylon glass <laughs> at the Bruins Stadium now. It's oh, like, that's
1: between the benches, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. He's like, that's my claim to fame. Yeah, and then there was
1: a few years ago when Patrick Wah was coaching for Colorado. He got into a fight with a coach on the other team and he almost pushed that glass down. Really? He was shoving it and the whole glass f- fell over at one point. <laughs> but then I guess he realized, like, oh, that's not good. And then he just stopped. It <laughs> was really funny. But he got fired because he's insane. He's also an insane French-Canadian. Like, actually insane? He's he's hot-tempered. Uh-huh. Patrick Wah, Good goalie, not great coach. huh. Continue.
0: Right. Um... At this point, he had another problem with the coach. I think it was with the Bruins mm-hmm. where he was practicing mm-hmm. with this new coach and the coach wouldn't pass him any pucks. So <laughs> he finally passes him one. Uh-huh. He's just basically like, fuck you. Uh-huh. And he takes the puck out of the stick and tosses it into the air <laughs> and hits him in the head He gives him like seven <laughs> stitches. Yeah. He... So he didn't do great there.
1: Yeah, because I guess a lot of coaches might have felt like he was just a – you know, like a plug. Like yeah, he wasn't very good, but he actually he, he was, was he became really, really good. Yeah, yeah, that one coach in Montreal who kinda, the first coach that yeah, he for. He kind of showed him how to. And he I think he scored like twenty goals. 21 goals I twenty one goals. Yeah, and that's I mean that's for good goon, for numbers now because uh-huh. goal scoring that you used to score goals like crazy. Like yeah. all the games in the eighties were like six five. Uh huh. So, but yeah, that's pretty good for like a fourth line. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of fighters maybe score back then. They probably no more than five ten. Games yeah. A year.
0: That's pretty cool. Yeah, I like. I mean, overall, I like mm-hmm. him. He mm-hmm. he does some bad things mm-hmm. after this point,
1: right? But um, and then there was cause there's that one point where he
0: gets on the all star team. Yeah, but he broke he broke another ankle. Yeah, which was a
1: big deal for him. But the thing that bothered me about it is the coach who named him. Yeah. was Mike Milbury. Yeah, who a lot of hockey fans know and probably don't like. Yeah, they say like he's an embarrassment mm-hmm. to NHL. Right, and so last year. When, he loves him, though, Nylon. Yeah, but the thing that's a little bit um, hypocritical of that is last year when remember that whole John Scott no. thing to the All Star game. Well, John Scott. Oh was a yeah, player the guy who year. they
0: voted in, right. who wasn't that the good. The fans
1: voted him in. He was based. He's like basically the last goon around. Like oh, he's not really? a very good hockey player. Like traditional hockey player, he's better than all of us, obviously.
0: I don't know about that
1: but he's just a big guy and he fights and the and a lot of the fans love him. He's just a lovable nice guy, he's funny mm-hmm. and they voted him in to the All-Star game for fun. Mm-hmm. And Mike Milbury constantly dissed him on the All-Star game broadcast.
0: Oh really? Right. And it
1: bothered me cuz I recently saw that movie at the time and I'm like, you the guy who put Chris Nyland yeah. in the All-Star game and now you the All-Star game Fuck is sacred. This 3 on 3 this 3 on 3 tournament with his four teams is a sacred event with yeah. John Scott on the But you played play.
0: fucking Chris Nyland. <laughs> yeah, so he's he's him. No, you don't seem to like him. I don't. You're man. holding a knife. Yeah. Mocking what are you saying? Knife. Licking it? All right. Drop it, Drop Boston. It. Drop the fucking knife. Okay, I'm, I'm,
1: right. I'm good now. Rare. <laughs> so this is post night. This is post career. Now? Post
0: career, yeah. Um, nobody's gonna know what that rare was. <laughs> it's fine. It's a reference to the guitar. guitar. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> okay, move on. Okay. And we're back. They brought him back to Canada because they wanted to basically retire as a Canadian. Right. So he does end up retiring there. Um, Oh, my dog. Is this still recording? Yeah, you can. It's recording. Hi, everybody. This is my dog, Sid.
1: Hey, how's it going? Hi, Sid. He's probably not going to speak.
0: No, he won't say much, but he's a big son of a bitch.
1: Okay, let's continue. We're running behind. Sid, we're going
0: to... You're gonna go out now. Thanks, said, buddy. Good boy. Good cameo, buddy. <laughs> My boy. Okay, we're back. Okay. Um. So he retires. He doesn't really know what to do with himself. He gets some like desk jobs, I guess, selling insurance. Right. And they do some really shitty reenactments. And this thing where one, there's another one where he's at a bar. Mm. But the one where he's doing desk calls is just—it's like, ooh, <laughs> this movie didn't need that. Yeah. Um. He has some real bad drug problems because of all the injuries. Mm-hmm. So he's been on painkillers, and apparently he OD'd a few times, yeah. waking up with needles in his arms. So that's a bummer.
1: Did you hear that part, too, where I think he married some relative of Whitey Bulger? And he was like, the woman he married is somehow related to Whitey Bulger, and like he knew Whitey Bulger.
0: No. Yeah,
1: they mentioned that it's briefly in the I wasn't even connection. playing with the
0: transformer either.
1: Yeah, that he has some connection where he's like a somewhat relative of Whitey. So who is his wife? Did he is that his wife? I want to say is like a niece of Whitey Bulger. Oh, so that kind of okay. That? I
0: thought he married somebody else. I'm like, no. That... I
1: think it might have been a second wife because yeah, I think he does get married. Oh, twice. does he get married twice? I think okay. I so. wonder I think it's a second wife is related to Whitey Bulger. Oh, really? And And like pretty they cool. met a few times. Really? Yeah.
0: So it's another Boston connection. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. He gets caught shoplifting in a Boston mall. Right. So that's, that's low. Yeah. That's a, and his dad, remember his dad, like when he, his dad's kind of like a dick. Right. When he was going through like, it wasn't rehab, but he mm-hmm. was like in the hospital for his drug problem. Yeah. His dad's like, I'm ashamed of him. I'm like, oh man.
1: Yeah. I mean, that could just be Boston. Yeah. That's the Boston course, mentality. The path
0: of the course. God have a God. <laughs> um, so I think he gets divorced from his mm-hmm. wife. Yeah, he has a rough time. Yeah, and he, even yeah, go ahead. he becomes a Christian mm-hmm. too. I don't know if he was always Christian, but they yeah. show him in a church playing with right. candles.
1: Yeah, I think that once again, I think that's just Boston bar for the course. Probably we're, we're Catholic. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, he ends up living in the garage of a player. I think somebody he knew. Yeah, was it? Was he actually a player? I don't remember. It could have been. Right. Or
1: it probably was.
0: Okay. Because so, I
1: know probably a lot of... Because a lot of teammates, they love that type of player. Because he's the one that really protects them. So yeah. So everybody's kind of... Yeah. So they usually look out for those guys. I wonder if
0: Gretzky's still close with Vix Orly.
1: I wouldn't be surprised. I would hope. Yeah.
0: Um, so as of now, this documentary came out in 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, at that time, he uh, became... Sid came back in. Sid, Sid, really? All right, we're just gonna keep Sid in here. Okay, Sid, you can stay. Just, Sid, Sid's cool. Just don't okay. knock
1: over the. Okay. Yeah. Sid, you, you want a cookie?
0: <laughs> 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 um, so he's a public speaker now, or is trying to be, to Eskimo children, yeah. mm-hmm. and he's also trying to become a sports commentator. Right. Um, um, well, I know, for a fact, the sports commentator thing isn't a thing, but he still
1: plays in a lot of alumni games.
0: Yeah, he does a lot of old-timer games. Because last
1: year, he was involved with the Winter Classic alumni game. He played Oh, really? the Canadians at that that's game. That's
0: cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it with him. That's where the documentary left off. There is the one scene where he, I think he's play-fighting with the little Eskimo boy yeah. who starts crying. <laughs> <laughs> so, that didn't really look good for him in that, but... Uh, my last real note on him is when he was younger, he looked a hell of a lot like Bruce Willis.
1: He did kind of have yeah. young Bruce Willis. Yeah, like so. when he
0: was going into the hospital, uh-huh. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if half these kids thought it was Bruce Willis.
1: It's very possible. So that's all your...
0: That's all my notes. Um, there was
1: just one thing I wanted to talk about. It's not necessarily about the movie, but about sports in general. Okay. Um... You like? Yeah, I do. I've heard this conversation brought up before. I, wearing
0: two sports teams right now. That's it? very true. One <laughs> um, of them doesn't even exist. That's
1: also very true. <laughs> Expo's hat. <laughs> <laughs> think, you know, talk about Chris Nyland. Might as well keep the Montreal. Theme. Sure, sure. Um, <clears throat> do you think that if hockey and, I guess, football were not around and were invented today, how different do you think they would look? Because they're both very violent sports. Like, what aspect? Like I feel
0: they'd all look like the State Puff Marshmallow Man. Right, covered like, in pads. Like, there
1: probably would be no checking.
0: No, there wouldn't be. It would be a lot slower. Any uh angerly mm-hmm. looks would be a penalty.
1: Right, because it's just crazy to think that, like, the amount of violence that is yeah. in the game of hockey, especially now it's so much faster. Yeah. Like, you can just be doing a normal you thing. You can
0: murder oh, so many people. But just the
1: normal play might go slightly wrong, and you could, like... Life threatening, yeah, and it almost to the point that, like, I wouldn't be surprised if parents like stop
0: letting like their kids like they do with football. football, they didn't want them to play football anymore because yeah. of concussions. Well, I'm
1: okay with that because I personally don't, yeah, don't I don't like, like kids, <laughs> I think
0: they should have more concussions. I would be okay if football went away, I'd be all right with that too. Football is pretty shitty,
1: yeah, because basically, I realized this recently that. The only reason why people like football so much, drink. It's an excuse to drink and eat food and yeah, hang out. It is,
0: and it's once a week. It's Brosby.
1: It's bro. only six. Yeah, and, bro's then, gonna and now bro. you can do it Saturday for college football. You can do it uh-huh. Sunday, Monday night, and now Thursday night. Yeah. So four out of the seven days yeah. a week, you could be a total
0: piece of shit, just
1: drunk and eating wings. Yeah. <laughs> um. But I'm, yeah, I just think like with all the concussions and there's no way that hockey would look the way it would. No, nah, they'd be much work. more padded up. They'd all be goalies. Even that's dangerous. You saw the guy got a cut in the throat. <laughs> yeah, <it did. laughs>
0: the goalie. <laughs> I bring that up to you almost three times we see each other.
1: Yeah, so I, I hope people keep playing hockey. I think people will.
0: Uh, I would think because Definitely I think the Canadians.
1: Yeah, and only because I guess a lot of jobs have risk to it, and if it's something you love, you'll do it no matter the risk.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, is there anything else you want to talk more about this? I felt like
0: I had more to say, but I guess I don't. Um. Well, one last thing. So yeah, no, so, if, that's it for so if you're
1: interested in hockey and want to learn more about how different the game was, only like, you figure 10, 15 years ago?
0: Yeah. It's
1: crazy like to think how much it's yeah, changed. Yeah, they showed
0: footage from 2000, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what year is this from? It looked like it was from the fucking 70s.
1: Yeah, it's changed ever since that one lockout when they changed some of the rules, yeah. and now fighting's down, like, ridiculous yeah. amount. And it's more, much more about the skill. Okay, so which well, you like. I do. I prefer... Which oh, is, I don't know. I, I enjoy the actual hockey of the game, right, as I like opposed the to the violence. Which, I mean, I'm, I like the fact that fighting's going. The only issue I have with it is a lot of people, that's what they're drawn to. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of terrible people. There <laughs> are bad people. And so I just want the game to grow. Okay. But if there's no fighting, it might not. So. I'll teach their own each their own. Okay, so we're going to move on now to the two movies I had to watch. Right. First, The Shining, which according to Google, Jack Torrance becomes winter caretaker of the isolated Overlook Hotel in Colorado, hoping to cure his writer's block. He settles along with his wife Wendy and his son Danny, who is played by a psychic premonitions. As Jack writing goes nowhere and Danny's visions become more disturbing, Jack discovers that the hotel dark secrets and begins to unravel into a homicidal maniac hell bent on terrorizing his family. Okay, so there's a f- only a few things I want to talk about The Shining itself, because I think there's more to say about the documentary. There's a lot more to say.
0: <laughs> um, first I feel off, like at this point, a lot of people have seen The Shining.
1: Yeah, so there's not much to go into, yeah. but I told you I had a slight hot take.
0: Yeah, well, I, to, I was interested in that. But the first thing,
1: this movie is a factory of reaction gifts. Yeah. There is so many moments. Uh, my favorite might be is when Jack Nicholson is watching his family play in the snow.
0: Oh, and he's that his, his eyes he gets, are just down.
1: Yeah, he looks
0: menacing. Yeah, that looks really good.
1: But yeah, so there's a lot of that, but my slight hot take is I don't know if anyone's really ever talked about this before. Uh, but I don't think he needed the hotel to mm-hmm. murder his family. I think if he never went to the hotel, eventually he would have <laughs> murdered his family. Yeah,
0: they're real annoying. I mean, but especially no, Shelley I, I
1: think Jack Nicholson's character is just an asshole. Yeah, He's a terrible person. I feel like he would have... He already broke his son's arm.
0: Yeah. He would have murdered his family eventually. And,
1: and like, because before they even get to the hotel when they're first driving there, and mm-hmm. his son's like, Daddy, I'm hungry. Oh, yeah. You should eat your yeah. breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I don't know if that's just like, because it was the 80s, when was, uh, I guess was, they filmed it in the late 70s. I don't know if that's part of it, but you I, think, eat your I think you little shit. Yeah, I think he would have eventually just murdered his family without <laughs> yeah. the hotel, and the hotel just sped up the process. Yeah, they um, kind of saw
0: him coming. And it's like, all right, you know, this guy's I, gonna do it. because I guess that
1: thing at the end when you see the picture. Yeah, that's I guess he's he's like a reincarnation of the original reincarnation? reincarnation of that original caretaker, or yeah,
0: it's just like the spirit of. It doesn't really matter who it is, mm-hmm. it's just... It just happens to look yeah. like him.
1: Because I just thought the picture almost looked a little um, Michael Keatonish,
0: Young Michael keaton Jack Nicholson. I didn't see that. I saw Jack, Jack? Nicholson. Really. No, I
1: see Jack Nicholson too, but they Does have very similar eyes, I feel like. They
0: do. It's the eyebrows and yeah. like the uh, high eyes. All
1: right. So, I enjoyed the movie, The Shining. Okay, that's good. Um, I love that movie. I don't think
0: I need to see it again. It's a little okay. long. I, I've seen it so many times. Yeah. So I love this movie. I think... I thought Shirley Duvall, she's not the greatest actress. Yeah, she apparently there's. I mean, I know a decent amount about this movie. Mm. Um, apparently, she was just really fed up with the shooting of it because uh-huh. Stanley Kubrick's a notorious asshole. Right, he looks like he might be. It. Yeah, yeah, he um, like there were a lot of fights on set mm-hmm. because he had to get like 500 takes. So he's kind of a dick, mm-hmm. but I'm an amazing filmmaker. Yeah.
1: But Jack Nicholson was amazing. Some of the yeah. stuff I really liked, like, the all the stuff with him and the bartender were great. Lloyd,
0: yeah. <laughs> Here's the dog that's Lloyd.
1: <laughs> all right. So basically, there's really not much because a lot of people think I've talked
0: about yeah. The Shining. <clears throat> there's a lot of interesting theories. Mm-hmm. I mean, the documentary, which we'll, we'll I think it brings up some of them, uh-huh. but um,
1: okay, if I don't mention them, I'll, I'll me bring them up. Yeah. Okay, so then. The real focus of our talk today is on Room 237. (laughs) It was a documentary from 2013. The description, according to Google, is Filmmaker Rodney Ash analyzes Stanley Kubrick's film adaptation of Stephen King's classic horror novel, The Shining. Now, this was a very interesting style of documentary.
0: I don't think you could call it a documentary. It was a clip show.
1: Yeah, basically what, what I took it as... It almost felt like a very long YouTube video where someone took radio interviews uh-huh. and put pictures yeah. to describe it. So like...
0: It was a montage.
1: Yeah. So basically what he did is he used clips from The Shining to show what the people were talking about. But then when they're just having regular conversations, he uses clips from other Kubrick movies. Yeah. Yeah. And so like one guy will say, I was I remember leaving the theater sitting in the back seat of the car. And then it cuts to... While he's saying this, is a shot, eyes, wide shut. eyes wide shut of Tom Hanks sitting in the back yeah. of a car. <laughs> like, okay, I, I guess that's cool. <laughs> and like when the when I went to go see the movie in the theater, and then uh, Tom Cruise is walking into, into a the theater, theater from eyes wide shut. It's just it's like I said, it felt like someone took radio interviews uh-huh. of these people and then made took clips from movies and made like a YouTube video. Uh huh. It just felt like a, an hour and forty minute YouTube side. Yeah, I heard, yeah. Even he's fed up <laughs> with that movie. Um. There's little things that I kind of
0: agree with from the documentary. Okay. Some of them are actually interesting. Yeah. A lot of them are just like fucking I, I, I think
1: that Stanley Kubrick, like they said, he has what a 200 IQ. Did I that's didn't know that. That's, what that's they crazy. Said.
0: Is that even, I, don't I don't think know, That's possible. I don't know if that's true. That's what the guy said. I think Hawkins only has like 195.
1: And I agree with the fact that he apparently he studied about um subliminal messaging before yeah. he did The Shining. And I would say that there are some. There are messages. well, there
0: definitely are ones with the Playboy. Play yeah, Playgirl play magazine. Girl.
1: But I don't think <laughs> that they represent the things these people think. Right. We'll go over the basic ones. One guy thinks it's about the genocide of the American Indian. Right. Um, another woman thinks that a ski poster is a minotaur. Yeah,
0: that one was real dumb.
1: Um, one guy thinks it's about the Holocaust.
0: Right. The, the Indian one... I could see little hints because mm-hmm. they caught in the show, in the movie, a clip, uh, a photo of him adjusting mm-hmm. this, uh, I don't know what, it was some Native American logo mm-hmm. on some kind of food product, I don't remember what right. it was, but you see him purposefully focusing on oh, it. Oh, so Calumet? Could, yeah.
1: Yeah, baking powder? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I think there's subliminal messaging in there, but I don't think the me- th- Yeah. Because, and also too, like a lot of these people, they use the same example... Of a thing to prove two different prints. And, like, I feel like there was one. There's one where um, he's talking about that scene where the ball gets rolled So, there's one where the guy is talking about. Because the one we didn't talk about is how
0: Stanley Kubrick helped fake the moon landing. That's my favorite one. There could have been a movie about that altogether.
1: Yeah. And then the part where, because I guess the I noticed,
0: is... not to cut you off, yeah. but to cut you off. Uh-huh. Uh, you said it how. People say his name differently in the movie. Uh-huh. And you said it how the way that really bothers me. Kubrick? Well, people, Kubrick. Uh, well, how do
1: you say it? Kubrick. Kubrick? Kubrick. Okay, so it's Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. <laughs> um, the part where. I'm
0: going to get a Transformer. <laughs>
1: So it's the part where the ball gets rolled to Danny. Yeah. And you see the ball roll, and it like comes down like the path that's yeah. set in the carpeting, like mm-hmm. the pattern on the carpeting. And then when the camera switches, the carpeting is different. Switch, I, that's just, I think Stanley Kubrick is just messing with the viewer. Yeah. Because he wants to make you almost go as crazy yeah, as Yeah, because they do that with
0: crazy. the rooms of the house, uh-huh. where they don't actually add up mm-hmm. when they're doing shots. Right. There are rooms where there shouldn't be rooms right. and there are windows where there shouldn't be windows. And they talked windows. about how there
1: was like a sticker missing. Like there was a sticker on Danny's door from his actual house. Oh, and yeah, it's, yeah. There, it's dopey. Yeah. And then it's gone later, which I I like the analysis of that where like before he was naive to the yeah, situation now and now he's not. So the dopey mm-hmm. sticker is gone. Like that's just interesting filming. Yeah. That's not saying I faked
0: the moon landing. Right. <laughs> Guess, well, a Apollo 11, yeah. so it's different.
1: Yeah, but I think... And a part of it, too, is... when well, they said he changed the room number in the book is 217 to 237. Mm-hmm. Because it's 237,000 miles to the moon. Mm-hmm. And... And the
0: moon key. And the moon... The, yeah. That doesn't make any does, sense. It's like...
1: <laughs> it says room N, and then a little O, which is the abbreviation yeah. for number. But if you get rid of a word... <laughs> but, but if you move the N... At the beginning, if you switch the M up to R... And then put the end at the end, and it says moon room. room, room. And then I'm like, "No, know what that no, spells? It <laughs> if you rearrange the end in there, it spells moron. <laughs> Which is what you are, if you believe that. I think I honestly think he included... Um, the reason why I think he changed it to 237 is I think he wanted to talk about the moon landing. or Because uh-huh. it was a major thing that happened. And it was Were only there at rumors point.
0: at that time that he was involved?
1: I don't know. But it was only, when he made the movie, it's only 11 years separated. Uh-huh. And that was the Apollo thing's a big thing. And I think mm-hmm. he just wanted to... I thought he would think it would be cool if he puts the Apollo sweatshirt on him. Uh-huh. And then he's going to room 237, yeah. which is the distance to the moon. Uh-huh. It's just like an interesting little thing. He's not right. saying,
0: I'm throwing this in there and yeah. let people know that it's I actually fake. faked the moon. It's letter. fake. And I guess that you, was my coffee cup you see in the pictures. Yeah.
1: And I guess they're trying to show that um, the way Jack Nicholson deals with his wife yeah. is the same way that Stanley Kubrick better, mm-hmm. dealt with dealt with his wife uh-huh. when she found out that he faked the moon landing. <laughs> like he's like, and that's why he made the changes to the Jack Torrance character from uh-huh. the book is to show
0: that. Yeah, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say we probably did land on the moon.
1: Yeah, well, that's what they're arguing that we did go to the moon. They just faked the footage.
0: Oh, uh, is that what they are saying? That was their
1: claim. He's like saying, no, he's like, I'm not arguing with NASA saying, we went to the moon, we went there, but we didn't have that good footage of it, which I guess is a it's little bit possible. more acceptable, uh-huh. but I don't, I don't, did they
0: actually say that in the documentary? Yeah, they do
1: say that a few times where huh. the one guy said, I still, I still think that we actually made it to the moon. We just had have have good footage. footage of it, and we wanted to show it, so they did it on That somewhat
0: makes sense, actually. It makes we, more... It was roll with the arms race mm-hmm. and shit, so... It
1: does make more sense, and it leads a little bit more credence to it than if uh, you just think we didn't go to the moon We didn't at all. know. Because we did shoot a rocket into space. They did. Um, so that... Or so they said. Yeah. But then also, like, some of the leaps these people took, like, they could have made it over right. Springfield Gorge. There, there was... <laughs>
0: There's some, the, one of my absolute favorite ones is how the tray on the desk lines up as his dick. Yeah, that, no. That one's fucking that, stupid. That's stupid.
1: And, like, I think, too, like, the one woman said the window couldn't actually be in that office. Cause that was he, interesting. It's, yeah, I think, like I said, he's just messing yeah. with, and then the one where they're talking about how a lot of the shots, there's a lot of, like, long transitions, mm-hmm. where you see, like, both scenes kind of at the same time, mm-hmm. and where... The guy cleaning the inside of the, um, the hotel looks like he's actually like a giant outside. Yeah, that like that's not telling anything. That's just fun filmmaking. Yeah, and the fact that the ladder matches up with that's yeah. just artistic. And it, it, there was supposed
0: There's to be nothing. it matches up with the guy cleaning. It looks like he's cleaning away the forest. Yeah, and it's like genocide. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and then to like the one woman who was talking about how she thought she saw a uh, minotaur. And that brings to the labyrinth, and that's why there's the maze. Yeah. But the maze is used as a a way for him to get away from his father at the end. And also, apparently I read and heard in the book, there is no maze. Because what it is, it's a live... I've never read it. They said the difference is it's like a big, live, like, animal farm. Okay. And they couldn't afford all the animals for the movie. So they just made a maze. And I guess he built in the end, that that's how he's going to get away with his father. Uh Uh-huh. Um... What I did think was cool, I don't think it means anything, but when one guy, when they played the movie forwards and backwards at the same yeah.
0: time... It's just cool. It doesn't it does yeah. do... Yeah, and a lot of things like, oh, their faces
1: match up. I'm like, yeah, that's because yeah, they're both they're, in the middle of the they're screen. Both, they're both on screen, yes.
0: Yeah.
1: But I guess you could say the timing is... I think it's cool. Yeah, but it's but
0: interesting. It, but it's not, more.
1: it's not proven. But one of my favorite leaps is the one guy who's like, the typewriter was German. The yeah. kid sweatshirt said 42. Forty-two was when World War Two started. It's yeah. about Nazis. <laughs> I was just thinking, sitting there thinking jackets, jackets keep you warm. <laughs> some sex. of the leaps that yeah, the leaps they made were. But like Fun I said, sex. there was some interesting things in it. Like I said, uh-huh. I think the subliminal messaging. Yeah, I think he did do that.
0: It's not just a horror movie. There's tons of little interesting things that it makes it so good. Yeah, but um, there is. Something that I don't think they talked about in the documentary. It's just something that I've read. Um, A theory is that Danny actually, um, I think they had said that he was uh, controlling his mom. Because there are scenes where Danny's, like, in his room, and yeah. he's, like, kind of foaming with the mouth and his head shaking.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. He, did they talk about that? Yeah, they part?
1: do, about how he was trying to get her to move backwards. Right. So he would keep coming after... Uh, Jack Torrance would keep coming after him, and then she would be able to hit him with the basic Yeah, heart.
0: like, he was controlling her when right. she hit Jack with the bat. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, things like that are interesting.
1: Yeah. But like I said, like, I think it's just an interesting way of shooting a film. It's yeah. not saying... These are Native American, like, of course there's Native American fictional. It's a hotel it's already, in the Midwest. Yeah. That's the thing.
0: Uh-huh. That's
1: how they're designed out there.
0: And it's all based on the Stanley Hotel. Right. Which is pretty cool, because Stephen King actually stayed there, mm-hmm. and I think he had, like, some Yeah, and because, like,
1: what I was reading, the big difference he had, the problem with the book, is that Jack Torrance is not supposed to be an evil person. No,
0: he was like an alcoholic in the book.
1: Yeah, and he is... He actually, I think at the end, he has like a turn to actually help them escape. At one uh-huh. point, he does something to help them. So he kind of redeems himself at the mm-hmm. end. Where Like what I said at the beginning, I think Jack Torrance would have killed the family yeah. actually anyway. I think he was just a terrible I'm person. I'm surprised he
0: didn't do it already. Right.
1: Um trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to...
0: There um... is nothing else here, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> That's as Torrance. Yeah, that kid was... Tony's uh, cool. Yeah, that kid was... I like, like Tony. Kid. He lives in the back of my mouth. He does. It says <laughs> Did you see the picture of... Uh, it said rum ham. No. It was, you know, murder. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> and somebody had fixed it online uh, where it says rum ham. No,
1: when that movie first came out, like, I don't know if you know this, but was that like a puzzle that no one can figure out when rum is backwards? <laughs>
0: I'm assuming they did because they show it say murder,
1: at the very end. Uh, the last well, no, you when see he's it.
0: writing it, like you see it, he see him writing murder.
1: Did they, I thought you yeah. always saw that at the end when the, when it's in the mirror? No, no, no. It well, you see him write red rum, mm-hmm.
0: right? And then when she looks in the mirror, it says murder.
1: Yeah, but that's at the very end, like the, yeah,
0: towards the end of the movie. I'm assuming they wouldn't have known what red rum was. Yeah.
1: But I, I don't know. It seemed like it was a very easy. To figure out, and then the reveal made it seem like it was this shocking thing that it actually says murder.
0: I mean, when you, I don't, I don't know about you, but I, any time I see a word, I don't read it backwards. All yeah, the but time.
1: when it's a word like red rum, like what does that mean? Well, I mean, it could, like
0: a good glass of red rum.
1: I mean, it's very true. I guess it's just possible that I've always known that, like, cause it's a very popular right. thing. So to me, you already like, knew obviously it. it's murder. Backwards.
0: Yeah. Um obviously Bruce Willis is dead. <laughs> yeah, spoiler. Yeah, sorry guys.
1: Um, so yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, I would, unlike last time where I said don't watch Serbian film, I would recommend if you're a fan of The Shining to watch Room 237 just to see how ridiculous it's it is. It's fun. It's a fun watch. Um, I thought it, I found it a little bit more creepy than The Shining itself, I thought.
0: Well, cause, for a few reasons, because it just shows you how fucking crazy people are. Yeah,
1: and I guess the way the style wears is, like, talking over and you never saw the yeah. person.
0: Um, there was one guy who talked. Who I just hated his fucking voice. He's like, so, um, if you watch the movie, and, uh, he, you know, he's sitting there in the chair. Uh, and then the one part
1: where, uh, I think it might have been the same guy where you can hear his kid in the background. Yeah, it's like,
0: oh, sorry, it's my kid. <laughs> but I did
1: enjoy the part when they were talking about, um, I guess the assistant to the hotel manager guy. Like, I think he was more of a big deal. Like, I think he was the real... greedy. No, no, no. The guy when he first meets with all oh, he's like yeah, the guy who yeah. comes in. Yeah. I thought there was some interesting stuff there. Uh huh. Um, but, like, cause I guess the one guy was trying to say, because he almost looked Native American. So it was a way of showing, yeah. him, like, the Native American guy's always in the background and he has to, like, carry yeah. the bags.
0: He doesn't actually say anything, that guy. He like, says one thing. Does like he like say when, one
1: thing? When he asked him if you can move their bags, and he says, fine.
0: Yeah, yeah, he wasn't happy about it. Yeah.
1: Um, so, I think that's about it. I think we're going to wrap up.
0: Uh-huh. So, I would also recommend my movie, mm-hmm. Last Gladiators, because mm-hmm. it was pretty cool. Especially if you like hockey.
1: Yeah. Especially if you enjoy the fighting aspect of hockey. Which I do. All right. So, um, go out there, watch more hockey.
0: Because mm-hmm. Chris said you should watch hockey. Uh, you should watch hockey. <laughs> and not I guess football, if you haven't football. seen
1: The Shining, watch The Shining.
0: And Room 237. Two um What about the other. That we'll talk
1: about in our next episode.
0: Oh, okay. You have to tune in You guys are going to have to wait <laughs> to figure out what we're doing <laughs> next. Oh, my God. Okay, oh, bye. Yeah, all right, bye.